While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Welcome to IQ Robotics. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to see the next big thing? Let's hear it for the new Gen 6! It's cool. You love robots more than you love me. This is the Geek.io Rant and Review with your hosts, CJ, Rachel, Raul, Gary, Josh, Jared, and everyone's favorite Aussie, Dale Campbell. This week, beep boop, it's a robot movie. We're ranting and reviewing Next Gen. Several of those people are not here this evening. Hello, everybody. Several. And welcome to episode number 263 of the Geek.io show. Why is my mic doing that? Uh, your rant review of the Netflix exclusive uh, original movie, Next Gen. Recorded Thursday, the 13th of September, 2018. I'm your host, CJ Wild Chicken. It's boat. I'm Raul. I have the show notes up, but I'm not reading them. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Raul... Are those sentient noodles throwing themselves away, Garza? If you'd have read the no notes, show notes, you wouldn't have stolen my nickname. I'm Carrie Noodle Time Wilcox. Everyone loves noodles, even me. I'm a stupid robot. I mean, Josh. Uh, indeed. You know, sometimes I think I'd be a, rather be a stupid robot. Oh man. Wouldn't we all? <clears throat> So, we again are talking about Next Gen this time around. Uh, I'm going to blame Josh for this one. <laughs> I wholeheartedly accept your blame. Uh, movie, again, is a Netflix exclusive or original here in the States. I don't, uh, even doing some research on the movie, uh, I can't tell if it was released anywhere else. Because <laughs> uh, Netflix is kind of hit and miss with things. So, shrug emoji. Uh, a friendship between a to- uh, with a top secret robot turns a lonely girl's life into a thrilling adventure as they take on bullies, evil bots, and a scheming madman. Uh, one of the newest non superhero movies that we've done, with this being released on Netflix on September seventh of this year. Indeed, also seems to be an Asian majority film in terms of uh, cast and crew. Uh, it was a uh, Chinese-headed um, production with kind of uh, American as a American actors and back end, basically American money, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, from what I could tell, most of the most of the production crew, uh, almost the entire production crew, is Chinese, and a lot of this took place in China. Um, yeah, the, the, the sorry, but go ahead. No, I was gonna say the scenery in this with all the the Chinese cultural, like the architecture and the cultural references, like the Monarchy Neko billboards and stuff, was really cool to see. Yeah, uh, we have actresses in it. We actually had some pretty decent, uh, some pretty decent people in this movie. 
Uh, John Krasinski is 7723. Charlene Yee is May. Jason Sudeikis is Justin Pin. Michael Pena is Momo. And David Cross is Dr. Tanner Rice slash the Cubots. Don't stick those in your ears. No. So, yeah, this movie got real, real quick, didn't it? Yeah. um, Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, God. Uh, CJ has opinions. I have opinions. Uh, 7723 describes his blaster as a phase three plasma rifle with a 40 watt range. This is similar to to what the T-800 asked for in the gun shop in the Terminator in 1984. Uh, That's when Arnold had his dingle out. Uh, when Your seven, clothes, give them to me. <laughs> when 7723 uses infrared vision, we hear the same sound effects as when the Predator uses his infrared vision in yeah, Predator. He's it's a little bit of a stalker much. Yeah, again, we'll get well, to that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about this. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, when pursued by the police, 7723 pulls an origami unicorn out of his bag in reference to Blade Runner. At the end of the credits, at timestamp 1 hour 44 minutes and 38 seconds, no robots were harmed in the making of this film. The filmmakers do not believe that robots are evil. They are good. Definitely good. Super, super good. In fact, when the robot overlords take over, we will be the first in line to bow to their benevolent feet or wheels or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get some great things in the credits. The CEO is Ricky Wren. Uh, Chief Funny Guy, Wang Nima. Chief Maid Lady, Olivia Howe. Chief Weirdo, Face Hugh. Chief Money Guy, Aonan Hong. Chief Cat Herder, Ying Zhang. I need his notes. Right. <laughs> Uh, Chief Company Pet, Momo, raised by crowdfunding from employees, and Liang Qingming. I like how poor Liang just doesn't have anything. They're, you're just there. <laughs> I think they might actually be the other company pet is the thing. Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, since this movie isn't necessarily what we would call a um, cult movie or anything like that, uh, there's not a lot of well-known quotes in that. You don't really get those kind of things. Uh, spoiler alert, we don't at all rip those off of IMDb. No, not in the least. I, uh-huh. I actually went Googling on a bunch of different review sites to try and find quotes posted, and I couldn't. And I'm sorry, I was too tired to watch through it again to write down quotes. My, uh, I greatly enjoyed growing through your personal belongings. Hey, there we go. There's one. Look what the meat puppet found. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was going one way, and then it's just like, oh, okay. Also, my personal favorite, we're going to need backup. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shunk. So, yeah, I really – if are, are we are we going to try and stick to, like, production versus plot talk or just mixing it in? No, we've been – we've pretty much negated that rule. Since everybody can play okay. you know, do stuff at the top half of the show, fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if you talk about production, it's pretty much – I guess you would call it at the same level of, like, your weekly CGI stuff. It was pretty good CG. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that it wasn't – but, like, it was, like, maybe, what, maybe one step above that? Like, your 
Disney this was, Channel. This looked actually pretty legit CG. Um, yeah, like I, I would, ex- I would not be surprised to see it in a movie theater. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not the, it's not Pixar, but it was pretty damn good, and the character designs were solid. The expressions were good. Um, the art style was unique, which was good to see. It wasn't just the same stuff we see all the time. And I loved looking in the crowds of people and seeing not the same bunch of white people that we always see. Seeing yeah. Chinese architecture and Chinese language on the buildings and signs and seeing a culture that has diverged from generic West was really nice to see. Yeah, you did get a lot of the same people everywhere, though. So that was something. Like, there were, like, her dad's model was definitely used in five different locations. Did you did you guys see a generic Russell or yeah like discount Russell from yes. Uh, Up? Yes. Mm, didn't see that one. The, the... Um, in the soccer club, one of the oh. one of the bullies looks like Russell grew up. So, uh, thirty million dollars went into this movie. Only. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, according to IndieWire, which usually has pretty good things, uh, pretty good uh, sources on these things. Uh, however, I did learn that Netflix sets a record-breaking $150 million budget for Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds' Six Underground, whatever the hell that is. Oh. But uh, I'm it's, scared with the first one, the first one of those and happy for the God second damn it. <laughs> it's probably going to be an, another like secret uh, Cloverfield movie. God damn, quit making secret Cloverfield movies. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it definitely felt like a unique environment, though. Okay. All right, first grump of the... T- Here it comes. Brace yourselves. So, this movie was definitely a mismatch of a bunch of better movies. Yes, and they actually uh, call it out. And so, I mean, you have a lot of Big Hero 6 in here. You have a lot of Iron Giant. You have a bunch of iRobot. Like, you have uh, quite a bit of Wally going on in there, too. Like, this movie is... Uh, it's a hodgepodge. Kind of like a cheap Chinese Ikea version of I was a I was waiting for the, ro- the war robot to say, you shout out my targeting computer, Tony. I was ready to hear freaking seven seven say Superman <laughs> multiple times. Oh yeah, like he he was definitely one groaning about Superman away from just this being a Chinese Iron Giant, uh, <laughs> or one warp portal away from being Big Hero Six. Like, in fact, I'm fairly sure that girl goes up to be Gogo Tamago or a Sailor Scout because that girl's body was seventy percent leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it yeah. Oh. A lot of leg for some reason, a highly accentuated butt, and then not a lot of anything, and then purple hair. Like that appeared to be natural because she had it when she was like five, which was yeah. an interesting spin on the world. Weird, um purple hair. I did kind of enjoy the the memory plot line, like with his with uh, 7723's memory slowly filling up and him prioritizing which memories to keep and as he makes more and more and more what he calls important memories and pulls up his little wall of screenshots and you just see a wall of her yeah like that was super fucking sweet 
So, um, CJ, when um, the first time he does that, where he goes through his memories and he sees the bird, I was thinking Android 16. Yep. <laughs> bird. Oh, hobby acquired. All the things in the world worth saving. The birds. The things that are not birds. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, part three tomorrow. Yes. Uh, yes. Um. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I jumped to, I jumped to that as well. Like, oh boy, we have we have Android sixteen. Fantastic. Um, and the press and conference was amazing. Little cringy because oh, uh, little little. <laughs> That entire sequence, as from as from them going into the IQBot headquarters up through the whole press conference, was basically a riff on the cult of tech gurus. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There there was some serious social commentary in this movie, like choking amounts of social commentary. It has a headphone jack. Yeah. Slightly bigger screen will fulfill, we'll fulfill you, in you emotionally in no way in ways I never could. <laughs> the the previous one was like all like oh no it's fine I'm used to it I'm a bomb. <laughs> well, no, yeah. the new ones are bombs. Yeah, yeah the new ones were bombs. Well, they never like so they did some weird timeline stuff with that one because they never like they went from oh no we're still producing these to they're suddenly everywhere. Well, there were a lot of people packed into that press conference, and every last one of them went home with one. I don't know if they went home with one though, because like the literally the next scene, we're like, "Hey, we're still in production for this." It, I feel, I think that they all got, I think they all got like vouchers or something for them because it took a couple scenes for the moms to show up. Yeah. So it's probably like, hey, we're going to give these to you and, you know, put your name down and address down so you get, like, the first run off of the production line as soon as it comes out. There's a bomb, we promise. <laughs> um, and, like, I was like, what the f hell is Ares? What I, I know Ares is God of War. Yeah. So, like, really that thing subtle. literally following him everywhere. They're so subtle about that. I mean, the only other way that they could have made it more subtle was if they called the robot Geppetto. <laughs> and um, when they bring up the when he brings up the silhouette of the uh, of the oh, what's Dr. His name? Tanner Rice, Dr. Tanner Rice, David Cross. Yeah, which I, I'm I'm just happy he's getting work. <laughs> yeah, he's not just regulated to Alvin and the Chipmunks movies anymore. Yeah, he's so that character. Oh, Dr. Rice's character design was adorable. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. I, I liked his his Greenland uh, GameCon t-shirt <laughs> with the D20 on it yes. and all of the super robot merch around his lab. <laughs> um, I wouldn't know anything about what that's like. Right? No. Who likes mechs? <laughs> Who likes Mecca? Excuse me. <laughs> Call back to our re our interview with Free Anime. They just had a video go up recently. Yeah. Um. What else? I robot to Rachel at this point. Yeah. We. She's like the entire time. She's like she called it right away. She goes. So within a couple of seconds, when after the initial um, Rebel Girl, which I hate the fucking song by the way. 
um, intro to the movie was she's like, so we're getting we're getting uh, iRobot and Big Hero Six halfway through the movie when the red things come up. iRobot, yeah, fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it was like ten, maybe twenty minutes into the movie where Carrie was like, yeah, I bet Ares is actually the bad guy. Yeah, I didn't expect the him to have been like, yeah, I killed him, and then I stole his body. Yeah, like, I t- what I thought was going to happen was that um, Ares was controlling Justin through the glasses. Yeah. And then I thought for sure that Dr. Tanner Rice was going to step into the spotlight once Ares was defeated, do a system restore on 7723, and be the new tech guru to lead us all down a better path. And no, they went fucking dark with that. Oh, can we talk about, like... Okay, more than one person died in this movie. Yeah, they evaporated rice on like on, on screen, all full screen. Dude got murdered on screen, like. And Rachel's like, I don't know, like the dog swearing was weird to me. This is supposed to be a kids movie. I go, Rachel, they murdered a guy on screen. This is not a kids movie. The dog swearing was hilarious. I love the dog screaming, especially when I heard his voice. I'm like that's Michael Pena. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just love the fact that it was there was no reason for it was the thing like it was a complete throwaway gag but it was so good especially because you see on screen translating chinese french profanity filter engage english <laughs> yeah rachel just figured they not not lock justin away and that's that's a valid one too like mm-hmm. yeah i never thought dr rice was the bad guy he was too fluffy to be the bad guy well no was- because they, they made him as steve it's, it's steve wozniak and steve jobs also, not at all. He would know. Yeah. I mean, Doctor Light and Doctor Wiley. That's actually what I was going to say. They uh, they absolutely based Doctor uh, Doctor Tanner on Doctor Light. Like there's one hundred percent on that one. And especially because uh, uh, Justin, what's that? Whatever his face is, Pin. Justin Penn is actually like he look. He's a dead ringer, pretty much, for the version of Doctor Wiley that appears in the Proto Men stuff. Nice. Like the super slick, dark, slicked back hair, savvy businessman. He is the man in the tower. This movie didn't have a lot of unique ideas. No. But I tell you what, they sure executed the scrappy, adorable sidekick a fuck ton better than Frozen did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll take take swearing bulldog over Olaf any day. Swearing bulldog who's... (laughs) Uh, who's whose head is indestructible? Yes. Hollow. Did you guys have the, Did you guys have the subtitles on for this movie? Yes, I did. That's how I Hollow think Thud. Wild Chickens was, by the way. Hollow Thud. Yes. Hollow Thud. <laughs> I, um, I I picked up on Wild Chickens because when they when she was at the top of it first, the two teams that were playing were the Wild Chickens and the Pup. <laughs> I'm like, well, I know what my title is going to be. <laughs> um. Yeah, like they they pulled off they pulled off Scrappy Animal Companion fairly well, though I'm fairly sure he was a robot because literally everything else was a robot. But I'm fairly sure I'm fairly yeah. sure was a, uh, yeah. the dog was a robot. Um, but man, did they? Um, I didn't. She was were... one angry child. May was one angry child. I mean, for pretty good reason. Yes, I I, I understand the reason. Some shit like. 
she dealt with some shit, but yeah, they kind of, they over, they amped that up big time. That seems like it was a very Chinese sensibility kind of thing. I don't, I don't know a ton about Chinese like sensibilities, uh, but I do know like, especially with a father leaving, that is a major thing in Chinese culture. And let's face it. If I had a wittier way of doing this was, this was San Francisco, but Shanghai, San Fran, ah. San Frank, hi, hi, Kai. No, not you. Shut up. Uh, you're talking but shut up Kai I'm talking <laughs> um, I identified hardcore with her yeah I I did too but again it was definitely it was crossed with that whole Chinese mentality of broken family thus when you saw the father leaving you got this is what you get when a man loses everything that was the that was the line as her father was leaving Yep. So that's yeah. <laughs> and they were um going on to a lighter note. Oh no 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 not a lighter note. Um getting held down and beat by robot well, the robots didn't beat her, they just held her down. Yeah. While the bully beat her. Yeah, those robots were assholes. Yeah, well, I mean they're following directions. Yeah. Whatever happened to the three uh, laws of robotics? That's the one thing they decided to change for my robot. The literally one thing, except for the fact that they turned Will Smith into a little Chinese sailor scout. Right. Um, what was it? Oh my God! I mean, this May was like blaster. No, no, no! I don't mean killer. Just rough her up. That was. Finish that him. was. A- Will finishing him make you happy, Hiro? I I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> Sorry, I watch a lot but of Hero Six. But it was still, it was still a good scene to see, you know, the bullied kid taking justice too far and becoming the bully. Yeah, like yeah, yeah it's 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 played out a lot in other stuff, but that didn't diminish that scene for me. Basically, this movie to me, like, obviously, yeah, there's stuff in it from a lot of other things. There is nothing new under the sun, and all of that. No. To me, this felt more like a small studio wanting to have fun and do a loving tribute to the robot movie. Yeah, and uh, so I'm giving this movie a lot of shit. It would be a lot worse if... Uh, hi, Nerdy Effect. Um, so we, it would be a lot worse if this was in the theaters. Like, the fact that this is a Netflix movie is gives it a lot of sway that a movie in a theater would not have it would not have <laughs> so while yes this was a um put a, put every idea into the bucket and start pulling things out kind of movie i'm more okay with that being a small screen movie yeah and it's it's a tribute to the genre so you're gonna get things that appear derivative because they're trying to tribute to it yeah and and they call out the whole trope of we're gonna go on some grand adventure have some Learn a lesson. Yeah. I'm delusional. (laughs) We're going to become best buds, go on a grand journey of self-discovery, and live happily ever after or whatever. It, yeah, like, I don't know. I I make grump at this movie, but, you know, it's, yeah. But like Rhino said, I don't, she she even said in chat, like, I don't think they were trying to have original ideas. You're right. (laughs) Like Carrie, Carrie, you nailed it. This is absolutely just a tribute movie, and I'm okay with that because these guys are obviously passionate because and they are more in touch with themselves now, 
as seen by the funny, quippy things in the credits. Um, and, um, and things like that. Like they, they, this was obviously a, which is again, kind of showing what, what current Chinese cinema is becoming as opposed to what it was back in the day. Like if this was traditional, there's no way this movie would have been made like this or certainly not as loving as this was. And you can see they put a lot of work into doing that, into doing their own distinct art style, into making sure that the animation was solid. Like, these characters did not appear plastic, and that's really easy to do with low-budget CGI. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's no, like, A-listers in here. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is probably the biggest A-lister. I don't know the Chinese actor, sadly. Um, so the 30 million, like... Isn't Constance Wu in Crazy Witch Asians? Probably. From what I understand, a lot of, there's a lot of Asians in that movie. <laughs> like a crazy amount of them. Yeah, and it is in fact rich with Asians. Um, it, it's so I mean probably. Um, but I don't know. But I know like Jason Sudeikis probably took a big pay cut doing this movie. Um. And probably more of a, I want to do it for a kid or a family member or something along those lines than anything else. Um, but obviously a good amount of the money did go into the, into the art in this, which I can definitely appreciate. Oh yeah. That's what I noticed. It was like every time a song came up, like really artsy. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. They they definitely went to every garage band in New York City or Shanghai. It's like, hey, uh, can we have you record this very popular song? But nobody's heard of it. That, that's okay. That's okay. Here's five dollars. Record the song for yeah, me. Yeah, it's it, it's cheaper that way. Yeah. So, like, sorry. Go ahead. Like I, I brought up Rebel Girl earlier. I don't like the song anyway. And whoever like I just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not a fan of that song. There were what, like two? No, no, there were like two or three, right? Like song uh, montages. Every time that there was lyrics on, it was a cover. Yeah. Was what was the, the last song that was on there? I I can't, I can't remember. Um. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I'll tell you how memorable it was. I literally finished watching the movie before I got on this call. So. <laughs> I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. I'm gonna over diaphragm every line. Yeah. So, so Charlene Yi, the girl who played uh, May, is Ruby in Steven Universe. Oh, oh, really? Wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. She, she was also on Knocked Up, but I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know who she is. Uh, I've seen that movie. I should go look to see who that is. Who she was. Um. Boo, boo, boo. Do, 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 Charlene Yee. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I know yeah. who she is in Knocked Up. Goddamn Asians making freaking kid people that are my age look like they're 14. Stop being young. <laughs> oh, Doc- yeah, oh, Rachel, she was Dr. Park on House. She should, she'll know who that is. Oh, okay. Uh, because we watch the hell out of house and especially Rachel, um, Safoya and the disaster artists. I don't know who that is <laughs> though. I do like, uh, her, her role in the Lego Ninjago movie, Terry, it nerd. <laughs> okay. 
So yeah, I mean, them investing in the art was a really wise choice because like there was some anime, Josh, that we were scrolling past in Netflix. And as soon as we saw the the art in it, the cringy CGI, it was an insta pass. Uh, it's a Netflix original take on Cyborg 009. Oh. And it's badly Which, animated. Cyborg 009, like even that, I had to, like, it took me a while to get adjusted to that. Um, like that art style. <laughs> well, like the, the older stuff for it is is good anime. And it's it's a classic series, but this call of justice or whatever the hell it was called that was a netflix original it was like early ruby but worse i feel bad about making fun of i could see clearly now because the girl who sings it is 15 (laughs) so good but that means that they didn't need to pay her too much yeah like i said five dollars record the song Who oh. she hadn't been America's Got Talent girl or something. America's Got Talent. <laughs> when um, like when, you don't get that far without being like you don't get that far that young. Oh, it's oh my god, it's her. Uh, now you know who she is. Now I know who she is. Uh, I'm gonna put this into the chat because Rachel will actually know who this is as well. Um, the girl who sung that I can see clearly now. Um, but how is it that you're shooting off rockets and all that, and no one is notifying like? Oh, um what was it called it wasn't homeland security it was a uh, home nation security something like that wasn't it um i'm fairly sure they <laughs> rachel oh dear god her <laughs> rachel didn't like her she, she was breathy there too i don't like breathy singers and neither does rachel when uh, um oh what was it CJ, the uh, when they were going on their robot hating spree and just like destroying robots left and right, yeah, and it's just like, okay, send another rocket up into the air in the middle of the city, yeah, like, yeah, th- there should have been a lot more feedback on that than there actually was. Uh, well, I mean, considering the entire police force seemed to be electronic, we kind of saw what. 7723 was capable of with those. Yeah, but you would think that they would have more advanced ones than that. I mean, somewhere. Um, and not all of them were Q-bots, as seen after the great Q-lamity of the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, nobody's going to trust a Q-bot ever again, even the older models. Um, so you still have um, a Flintstones level of robots literally doing everything. That's I was waiting for I was waiting for one of them definitely the brush to go huh it's a living <laughs> did everything have well I guess for this movie everything had to be a robot right yeah because that's the, that's the whole point the social commentary is making is that technology is taking over our lives and not in a healthy way yeah it's like oh here's a brush oh does everything have to be a robot with you and the brush goes it's like ap- a toothbrush. Oh my god. That toothbrush was ready to attack the plaque. Damn parental controls. <laughs> yeah, what kind of fucking parental controls are those? Jesus Christ. Oh man, um 
Whoa, thank you so much for opening me. Here I go closing. Whoa. <laughs> and of course, arguably one of the best things to come out of that movie. Noodle time. Noodles. Noodles. Noodle time. Noodles. And then noodles. like at, so at, the noodles were not sentient. The the containers were and yes. they were recycling themselves, which they obviously so everybody, every robot in this entire movie has a weird nihilism streak, and they're completely okay with being recycled. <laughs> yeah, it's like he is like I'm I'm happy to go to the recycling. Trash can comes up. Duh. Oh. Weird robot circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. The noodles feed the humans, the noodle boxes feed the garbage cans, the garbage cans feed the I'm sure robot landfills. Uh <laughs> And, like, I can't be 100% certain, but even the soccer was mostly robots. Uh, everything, the only human soccer's, soccerers uh, that we saw were the were May and uh, Discount Russell and Discount Mean Girl and Discount Lucio. Way yeah. to break it down, CJ. Yo. Yeah, I thought okay. they were gonna do more with the uh, with the redhead. Like, oh, this is a friend that she can make. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that was. It's like, oh yeah, she's gonna find human companionship, and this girl is gonna be a major part. Nope. Blink, blink, blink. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nerd friend is nerd friend, but nerd friend is over there. <laughs> you stand over there, nerd friend. You're. I mean, she was kind of involved at the very end when everything was much more organic and less robot-y. Yeah. I do like that. that, that she you're biased. <laughs> she was adorable. She was absolutely adorable. Yeah, she was. Okay. I like, I like that she made friends with blue hair too. Yeah. So blue the, hair. um, the ending is pretty much the ending to Coco, isn't it? The ending the, is the, 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 the reveal of the villain where they have the camera on. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid trope in a yeah, lot of movies. True. Like, I mean, I, admittedly, I've been watching a whole lot of cinema sins lately, but like to a point where a villain says his entire plot in front of an open mic tr- cliche. Ding, ding. Like, I mean, in a social media saturated world, that is the best way to catch somebody red-handed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It was just, uh, brr. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. Um, I didn't mind the fact that Ares was essentially uh, Ares from Wonder Woman crossed with HK-47 from KOTOR. <laughs> uh, thus, Meat Puppet. <laughs> oh. Um, like, was- at first I thought it was like, Mind control, then I'm like, oh, it's a robot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, I was in Carrie's camp with, yeah, he's definitely being controlled. Nope. Yeah, well, yes, and. <laughs> yeah, like, as soon as they, it, I, it was the uh, the talk show, that as soon as he kind of looked to Aries before talking, I was like, yep, he's being controlled. Yeah. So did yeah, anyone like else think? Yeah, he was think- asking permission. Did anyone else think that the dad was going to show up? 
Oh yeah. Like somehow I mean, like like considering I pointed like I said I pointed out earlier, his model was used like five different places. I was fully expecting him to be like him to reach out. May baby. Didn't he die? I think no, so. I think he left, didn't he? He right. left and then he died because it was showing it showed her standing in front of a tombstone. Yeah, in, in Oh the, yeah, that's girl, right. That's right. In the rebel girl ear murder. <laughs> Um. Also, uh, sorry, I got distracted by humble bundle. <laughs> so that's, I think that's part of why she's so angry. Is like he left her, and, and then, then there's not even any chance of reconciliation. Yeah. Mm. Like, there's no way she can get closure and ask him why he left, or you know, have the choice to either make up with him or tell him to fuck off. Yeah. She doesn't get that because he died. And then yeah. the mother just falls into robots. Yeah. To fill in that empty space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, by the way, that robot was definitely a vibrator. <laughs> her, her old generation Q-bot was definitely fulfilling her in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, she loved her some robots. Uh, I'm wondering a- if part of the, if I'm part, I'm wondering if she, A, was using that to fill her grief. B, if that's why her husband left her, because she was so into the robots and not into everything else, or C, both? Probably both, because he definitely said, I'm selfish, well, you're, he looks at May and then says, never mind, goodbye, and closes the door. Mm, I wonder if that means May's not even his. I mean, that's a possibility. That is entirely a possibility. Uh, he, yeah, he was definitely a soccer player. Like, and her last name is who I believe it was, and that was Sue. his jersey. Yeah, yeah, Sue, and she was definitely wearing the Sue jersey, um, when she was going to bed. Sniffing it was a bit weird because I'm sure that thing has been washed since her father passed. <laughs> I mean, I since- people with trauma issues, yeah, not exactly the most level-headed. Yeah, I know, but still, that was that was unnecessary. <laughs> Uh, the, there are a few really wholly unnecessary parts of um, of this movie. Again, like I said, the weird thing that was pointed out to me was the weird butt shots of the kid and that butt being very stylized. Can, can we not please? Thank you. <laughs> please and thank you. Thankfully, I didn't notice. It's like, it is bad enough that this girl is Sailor Scout level of thigh. Like... Like there, there were a lot of Black Widow esque butt shots, and like, and I just I, at first I was not wanting to pay attention to him. Like then it just kept happening. I'm like, all right, no, we need to stop this. <laughs> Eventually they did, but that was when the movie started going. That's when uh, it started going all small soldiers on us. By the way, this movie also ripped off small soldiers. <laughs> hey, Raul, you've been doing this for a while. When we were doing our guilty pleasure things, did we ever get to watching small soldiers? I think we did. I know we watched um, Dirty Work, and that made me. I I, I didn't see Dirty Work. Is, you, is that the one with Norm? Yes, you dodged a bullet. That movie is hot garbage. I don't remember if we did Small Soldiers or not. I vaguely remember. Sorry, I, Small Soldiers is my favorite guilty pleasure movie. Between that and Demolition Man, Small Small, small, small. <laughs> 
<laughs> Small Soldiers is so good, though. Oh it's so bad, but it's so good. Well, that, that's that is probably my favorite bad good or good bad movie. Who, like, who voices the Sarge in that uh, one? Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, that's right. <laughs> hey, Death by Mage. Hey, Seattle. Death by Mage is back. Death by Seattle. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, hey, Death by Mage, message me on Facebook. I need to talk to you about something. Uh, that needs to be printed to say on the air. Uh, dun, dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, of course, Tommy Lee Jones. Is there any other answer? Uh, Arlie Ermey, when because he was alive back then, he would have been a fine Sarge. Was as he C- acting back he, then? As he was Sarge in Toy Story. <laughs> That's right. Maybe <laughs> they they didn't want to. Maybe he was busy. <laughs> At the uh, time, uh, or maybe they they just didn't want to like, hey, this very successful other movie had him. Let's use him again for exactly the same role, almost. I mean, that's Arlie Ermey's career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Be- being an angry drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah. That that was literally his career. Yeah, 1991 when Small Soldiers came out. Toy Story wasn't around until 93, uh, 92. 95. Oh. 95, but that was in production for a while. So there may have been some there, but not a lot. Um, if I remember correctly, a lot of Small Soldiers was, uh, whatchamacallit, practical, right? Yes. Because they didn't have the supercomputers to do the full. Yeah, yeah. This is Well, this was a pre-even Jurassic Park world. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, in, in 91, it was either practical to the furthest extent as you possibly can, then puppet the rest. Well, yeah, but like CG was few and far between because it was either that or animation. Um, <laughs> so speaking of animation, yeah, uh, Carrie, pointing on you earlier, uh, the like my number one thing about this movie that I really enjoyed was the art and the environment that they that they gave us. Like, yeah, it was highly San Francisco, but I appreciate the fact that it was an, it was unique enough to only give me little bits of that and then just enjoy the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And even still, like, I fucking love San Francisco. If we got more of that in our pop culture, I would be very happy. We're kind of biased, though. <laughs> but it's, I mean, not just that I'm biased towards I like studying Asian culture. Is It's that it's also not default white Western. Yes. Um, which, and yeah, they could have very easily went into, uh, I didn't know that it was a Chinese-led production until, like, three-quarters of the way through the movie. Um, and then I wanted to make a bad comment about chi- cheap Chinese knockoffs, and then I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about story real quick, it's like they actually had the robot start learning and actually growing like a conscience about like, let's do something else besides murder these all these other sentient robots that are technically my brothers. Yeah. Right? Like he, because he starts out a complete blank slate. The, does has no idea of right versus wrong. He knows, hey, these things are chasing me and I don't want them to chase me. And yeah. then as he learns, he starts to figure out, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as you watch, once they figure out that they can start tapping into the Cubot feed to figure out where they're at, and you look, all of the pictures of 7723, he looks sad. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't want to be doing that anymore because he's learned better, but he doesn't want to disappoint May. Yeah. 
And I was talking with uh, Rhino a little bit about this last night because she messaged me after I made my initial comment in our Slack about crying over robot movies because they always fucking make me cry. Like, I, I can't even imagine how it would feel to not only have the ability to edit your memories, but be forced to or risk losing all of them. Yeah, and Rachel, when he deletes his weapon protocol, a smile on his face. Yes. 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 Like, that, 7723, I, I understand, was the entire point of, you know, being the moral compass. But, man, they did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, one scene that stuck out when he was deleting the uh, memories, he had both memories of when she was happy and when she was, like, and they were both precious to him. Yeah, where, where she was like, he literally hugged them. Yeah. yeah, it's like this is her at her best, and this is her at her worst. I'm but not going to delete either one of these because they're both her. Yeah, they're they're both her, and I love both of them. But it was a little, the dialogue was a little weird between those two because it went from being friendship to weirdly like the, the kind of dialogue you get in a romance. And that was a little weird. Thankfully, they edged away from that finally, but they're in the middle. Like, it was definitely a 90s rom-com breakup scene. I feel like that might be a representation of her developing an unhealthy attachment to 7723 simply because she's never had that. She's never had a relationship before. Yeah. And I'm not talking a romantic relationship. I'm talking about this girl does not have a relationship with her own mother because her mother is too busy watching cat videos. Yeah. Like the only, the only relationship he has is, she has is with Momo. Yeah. So her friends are a dog and a robot. And of the two, only one of them can speak in a language she understands. Yeah. Wonder if she was ever told that he can make um at the end. She was, yeah. Where she was like, "Wait, Momo says what?" Well, like, I wonder if he, if they ever did, like knew seven seven uh, knew seven seven if she if he ever told her, "Yeah, I can I can translate for him." My head canon is that I yes, that Doge. happens. He says, "You did me a fright." Correction. Sorry, I know that's not what you directly said, but I don't like. He says, "You gave me a." Right. <laughs> I love how they actually actively, actually makes sense. the beeping noise. Yes. Actually, that that should have been my uh, my nickname. It should have been Raul Beep Garza. It, it's like Julie off of uh, Scott Pilgrim. He just makes not only makes the noise, but also does the sensor bar over his mouth. <laughs> his mouth just becomes a pure like br- brick. <laughs> Someone's seen Scott Pilgrim recently. Uh, I mean, I make Scott Pilgrim references even when I didn't watch it two weeks ago. <laughs> it's it not like we've me. been making Scott Pilgrim references in a certain Slack conversation. Right. I mean, I make a, I, <laughs> I watch that movie every year. So yes. Uh, <sighs> it's been far too long since I've seen it. I need to watch it again. Yeah. We've got it in there somewhere. I have it right over there. Nope. Not that. I big. have it on my um, Apple account so I can watch it. I have it on, I bought it, I bought it twice. I bought it on Blu-ray, which came with digital, but did not come with iTunes. And I was pissed off on my flight up to Dragon Con with you when I was alone, Raul. And I just fucking bought it on iTunes. Oh. Um, 
but yeah, we should probably go ahead and we're not going to play a song because we started late. So we are going to go ahead and I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up you guys. It's time to wrap this mother up. Yeah, it is. So let us go ahead and rant and review this full-blown Tito scale time. Tito's, if you don't know, are our trannies in the Outback scale, which is our obligatory one to 10 scale. You can get your point fives in. You can't do a flat zero because that screws up division. <laughs> and it's reserved it, for sausage party. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody thinks that Full Metal Alchemist is worse than sausage party. It was. Fuck you. It wasn't. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. All right. Here we go. Um, I'm going to go first because it's how we do things on this one. We go left to right. All right. Um, I like the movie. Didn't love it. It was far from perfect, but perfect is the opposite of good. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it was fun. Um, since my, I know my kids' maturity level, I would not. Wa- I would not mind them watching this. I understand not everybody's kids are going to be able to handle what goes on in this movie. But I would be really interested in seeing my kids, uh, especially Kia. I think she would really like this. AJ would be hung up on the dog. Um, also, by the way, not Howl 9000 at the end. Not at all ripping that off. Uh, <laughs> with the eye getting right in the middle of the screen. Like, oh, shit. Right. Howl 9000 shit is this. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I enjoyed it. So, that instantly puts it above a five. Uh, because I would recommend it. And in fact, I'm going to recommend watching it again because I'm sure there are things that I missed more movies that are ripped off or paid homage to. <laughs> we in film school call that ripping movies off for reasons. <laughs> so yeah, the art was good, even though like it was, it pulled me out of it. But then again, I'm a nitpicky person when it comes to background characters and art when the same model is used five times. Um, and it's an important model. Don't use the father model more than the one time that needs to be used. Um, so while its flaws were there, knowing that it was made for only $30 million and it was this good, I am going to give this a um, lucky number seven. It was, it was pretty damn good. I enjoyed it. I will probably watch it again. Uh, Raul. Okay, so... Would this have been a movie I'd watch on my own? Maybe. But, I mean, yes, they they point out the draw of, like, technology, the next new thing, constantly one-upping every year. This is the last Q-Bot you're ever going to need. And then the whole literal, um, what is it? This big old looming, like, Ares, the giant robot, of death is just there following the, the one of the other characters. And it's just like, okay, that's going to do something. That's literally like Jack red flag. This is the villain. I am the villain. Well, I mean, if it, if it had a slightly less ostentatious design, it could have easily just been written off as a bodyguard. He is a rich, powerful person. Yeah, like at first, that's what I thought it was. I thought, oh, okay, he walks around with his own personal robot b- bodyguard. 
I uh, didn't even realize it was a separate robot at the beginning. I thought the head of it was literally just a camera on a wall. Yeah, me too. I thought it was just like yeah. Well, the, I thought the Aries was a door. Well, that's no. The first time you see him, he definitely walked. He definitely opened up for Justin to come through. So he was a door. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, you had the whole Dr. Wiley and Dr. Light. But first time I saw it, I saw Apple. I saw um, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. The 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 person who was the salesman and the person that's the brains of the operation. And then him having his secret lab, his assistant, that, that annoying Alfredo. little... Ro- yes, Alfredo. With his mustache. Yes. yes. I'm Alfredo's mustache. And that like... Wait, if robots could talk back and be sassy to me, uh, yes, <laughs> give me sassy robots. Wait, you told me to to remind you at two. It's two o'clock. What about a thank you or something for reminding you? Um, but yeah, I seriously thought they they were gonna bring the father back. Like it was gonna be Justin. Like oh, he changed his name because it was better for um, for media or something like that. But no. He turns out to be part of the bad guy, part of the villain. And um, was that whole scene the one where like um, all the exploding bots start uh, blowing up? Was that kind of a little bit of uh, the Matrix? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, that was every movie that's ever had a chain chain reaction in the history of ever. True. Yeah. So yeah, it did pay homage or as. CJ would put it steals a lot of shit from from everything else that did it like 10 times better because they didn't just like um, pick out the best scenes out of each movie. Um, there was no superhero jump, were there? It was superhero landing. Oh, yeah, there was. Where at? <laughs> Seven Seven definitely did the superhero landing a bunch of times. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Would I recommend this? Yes. Would I tell someone, you got to watch this? No. I'm going to give it a six. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Carrie. Okay. Was I entertained? Yes. I had fun watching this movie. Would I recommend it to other people? Depending on the people, yes. Obviously, not everybody's going to be into robots, so I'm not going to recommend it to them because there's no point. They're allowed to be wrong. Yes, but I respect other people's opinions anyway. Yes, yeah, um, dinosaurs because dinosaurs are better. Treatment of women in this movie. Thankfully, I did not notice the butt shots. Again, my vision filter is sometimes different from other people's. Um, uh, that might have just been the dad in me coming out because that girl is definitely not much older than Kia. So, <laughs> um, like that, that just uh, put the hair up on the back of my neck is something fierce. Yeah. So, barring that, because I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. Um, this woman does this, uh, this movie does pass the Bechdel Wallace test and it passes the Mako Mori test and the sexy lamb test. Yes. So bravo to these guys for actually having, you know, female representation in this movie when it just could have easily been the same old bunch of dudes that we always get. Um, so good on that. And yeah, like this movie wasn't perfect. It wasn't a... Pixar level robot movie, but it was fun. I like seven, seven, two, three. I liked seeing the story. There was a lot of really good poignant moments in it. And yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5. 
because he is good. And I'm actually going to type in there. There we go. All right. Gee, I wonder why we were putting me last. It's almost like I'm the most biased of everyone here. Like I have some kind of strange, uh, unhealthy obsession with robotics and things that are artificial and also you're things that go beep, bop, boop. Also, you're always there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. I'm the low man on the totem pole. It happens, but it's okay. I'm comfortable in my position as the power bottom. Yay, power bottom. But uh, yeah, this movie. I am also comfortable. I thought you were reaching for me and you were reaching for another robot. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Good night, Twitch. <laughs> Good night. That's Oh. <laughs> oh, there's the hug. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. The 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 shade and the sad face is real. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk for about. So I hated this movie because now I hate robots, and uh, and uh, so I hate this movie. And I'm never gonna watch anything with robots in it again. This is my this is my beard. This is my beard. <laughs> That's your 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 CJ your uh, your your Josh beards. Like you're never gonna watch robot movies again. Exactly. I hate this movie and I hate all robots. I'm never talk robots again. <laughs> Apparently, Cthulhu reviews. Just Thulu. I agree, Nyarlotep. Uh yeah. Um, it was an entertaining movie for me. Uh, much like pretty much every other robot movie I've ever watched, Short Circuit, Iron Giant, Big Hero 6, I cried like a baby at the end. 7-7 seven, seven is alive! No! You're not allowed to say that! No, don't disassemble Johnny 5! Five. Johnny 5 is alive! Don't disassemble 7-7! Seven, seven. No! Stop it! This is where I draw the line! But yeah, I mean, it wasn't a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. It did borrow slash pay tribute slash steal from a lot of other movies. But it was very well handled. There were moments that made me genuinely laugh because they were just very well-timed bits of humor. Yeah. And it wasn't any kind of groundbreaking story or anything like that, but it was very – it wasn't a throwaway creation either. You could tell the people who worked on it put a lot of heart and soul into it. Yeah. It had a lot of real good visuals, a lot of real good – theming to it you know the importance of memories the importance of bonds between people whether those people are real or artificial the importance of you know over relying on technology over actual human connection and yeah i, I just i really enjoyed it i mean there's not much else i can really 
say about it. I'm it giving was... it an 8.5. 8. It's like I said, oh. it's not perfect, but I, I can't score it, you know, super amazing, awesome, because it is a lot of all of the other robot movies I've seen. That puts us to 7.25 as the average for the mm. movie. Sorry, okay. I, I brought down the average. Not bad. Um, I did like that he didn't do the Wally at the end. The one where he just magically gets his memories back or gets to keep his memories. Yeah, I was definitely expecting for that to happen, and I'm so glad it didn't. Yeah, because it gives her a second chance to redo her, the memories. Yeah, well, and that's the, that's kind of the point of the ending of the film where he says, make new memories. Yeah. Oh, and when he starts deleting them, they slowly start going, and they they that, start... that was real, like that was some cinematics right there. Yeah, like, when, the when they start having the an immediate clean wipe, that he gradually lost them while regaining his offensive capabilities. Yes, and then it's like ah, oh, this hurts, but it's so good. And then the picture is actually coming into reality, like uh, on a billboard. Not, it wasn't a billboard. It was. It just looked on like a building a, a, in the clouds. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then slowly disappearing. Yeah, and I thought that was amazing. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that brings us to the end of another one of our shows. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You greatly appreciate it. As always, you can listen to us live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Take two. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fridays at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geek.io show. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by sending an email over to show at geek-io.net. All of our social medias are slash geek.io show, where you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail. It's 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. We also have a Discord that you can talk with us when we are off air by going over to geek-io.net slash Discord. And remember that you can support this show and everything that we do by going over to patreon.com slash geek.io. That'll get you Discord exclusives, master feed, and much, much, much more. Whew. Hey, Raul. Yeah. What are we doing next week? Um, uh, Most likely we're going to have a guest. Hopefully, Bill Meeks will be joining us next week. Yeah, he's uh he's better, he's recovered. Um and uh theoretically speaking, unless something happens, he will be joining us next week. Yay for recoveries. Yeah, he was on a he was in a pretty gnarly accident. Um oh, poor oh guy. God. And uh he is a scooter rider like myself. And um so it was it was pretty bad. Um he is better, he was barely hurt. But he is—he's doing a lot better, so he's gonna—he's getting ready to join us once again. Well, glad there wasn't any serious, uh, serious injury. Yeah, that—that that was the big thing. Like Bill is a dear friend of mine, so it was one of those things that when I heard that he uh, got hurt, I about had Rachel drive out to freaking Orlando to make sure that he was safe. <laughs> Yeah, um, it seems like a coworker of mine picked up a uh, brand new scooter. He has to fight on that thing to keep it uh, from going like forty miles an hour. Yeah, my scooter, thankfully, it, 
Yeah, my scooter is a um, mobility scooter. Um, so like, it's it, it goes up to about twenty miles an hour if I gun it. But yeah, if I if I accidentally pull too hard on the throttle, yeah, I get about get shot backwards. Like, <laughs> yeah, mule, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much, too much. Pull back, pull back, pull back, mule. It's all right. When I said whoa, I mean whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Not whoa! No, Josh got the joke. Wow. Breaks the rifle over the camel's head. <laughs> Yo, seventy Sam in the desert, right? Uh man. Classic hey, cartoons. Hey, CJ. What's been going on this week? Well, this week was a bit of a weird one. We're still kind of recovering a little bit from Dragon Con, I think. Yes. Uh we had our usual. Uh, anime otaku show yep uh had a good time as always talking about past couple weeks and really solid episodes yeah uh and then we had a surprise additional small screen spoiler show on tuesday yeah outside of its usual time slot Jazz and I were too tired last week to talk about it. So, or talk well, about again, recovering from a con slash Hamilton. Yeah, Connelton. <laughs> and we had Liquid Handicap with the uh, the Spooder Man, which is really kind of sad because there wasn't any alcohol involved, which means all of my Cider Man puns fell completely flat. <laughs> well, then you should not have them out. Then they won't become flat. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. glad my two months are, are over. <laughs> but yeah, we had the, the hydration stream edition of Liquid Handicap. Everybody got nice and wet. Kill himself for two weeks. I only <laughs> drank this on Wednesdays, and it's almost done. That should say something, Raul. Eh. <laughs> you only need one liver, right? Wait, we have two livers? <laughs> That's the joke. Nani? <laughs> if you have a 3D printer, yes, you can have two livers. Uh, we have 3D printers at work. <laughs> Don't try to print organs. The technology is a little wonky still. Uh, they just made cardiac tissue out of some vegetable. I forget what kind of vegetable it was. I'm disappointed in you, Josh. Don't try and print organs. The technology hasn't been fleshed out yet. <laughs> I can't make all the puns. Yeah, but CJ's muscling in on your territory. You have to put heart into it, Josh. This is going to get bloody. I don't think Raul can stomach this. What What else happened, Josh? I, I think we had something. Uh... <laughs> you lily-livered punk, get used to this. All right, kidneys. <laughs> and so we had a double post this week on Yield Exploding Dice uh, with our usual episode, continuing to interview the crew hopefuls handpicked by the Crown Prince of Tolvera. The party ultimately reaches the right conclusion, uh, just as a new force forges their way onto the scene, giving the heroes little time or reason to argue. And the situation gets just a little bit hairier on the usual episode of Exploding Dice, 
But wait, there's more. Act now, and because tonight's post hit its 20, we're rolling again with a bonus episode. Mysterious figures with familiar voices are bound to set waves in motion. With a point five this week. Own yeah. The, 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 the site ruined my, uh, my uh, bit. Yeah. Because yeah. I scheduled the main one to go up at eight. And nine. I then I at nine, and then I wanted the second one to go at nine oh five. So when so we some... could like, hey Coop, refresh, <laughs> and then yeah. it posted all at once. Yeah. So yeah, you you thoroughly broke Coop. Also, got some geek mail in the uh, mail this week. Yeah, um, we did. yeah, we did. That up on our Facebook page over at Geek Show or nope, wrong site. Facebook.com slash Geek Show. Um, I'll take it as a kidney shot. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> um, and uh, I got the newest uh, book from D and D, the Dragon Heist, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, which puts me in my favorite city and doing some lighter-hearted, not saving the world kind of things. So um, you got that. And then Rhino made this amazing Kai, uh, Kai plushie, and uh, he is my best friend now. Uh, he is so much. Bigger than I thought he would be. Big, like he is bigger than my head. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. Your head's pretty massive. I know, and Kai is bigger. That's because it's Venti Kai. <laughs> also because I'm so much better than that bastard. Uh... <laughs> Where's the outro music? For a minute, I thought Kai was trying to throw shade at one of the other characters, and I'm like, what? Hey, hey, I can say this. Play us out, Kyboard Cat. Yes. But first, Josh, you can't can't play us out yet because we've had show titles through the entire show, and now is the point where I would do it because, but because a special guest, but this voice is very hard to keep up for long periods of time. So, uh, Carrie, do us a favor and embarrass yourself while reading these show titles. As soon as they load. Sort by votes. Off, there we go. So we have Kai Tech Support from the Moon. Yes. Kai T Kai Department. That's my personal favorite. I am not allowed to vote for that, so consider it as having one more vote than it does. No. Um, over Kai Thousand. Over with- Kai Thousand! Why is my mic doing that? Don't stick those in your ears. When Arnold had his dingle out, look what the meat puppet found. Secret Cloverfield movies, they're the bomb. Hollow thud. And weird robot circle of life. Oh, boy. Um, Kai T Department has three so far. Over Kai Thousand has one. (laughs) So I think... I mean, let's let's be fair. The Kai T department broke you. Yes. For like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a pre-show bit, but I don't care. <laughs> and it's not a bear pun. Exactly. Oh, thank God. No. <laughs> bear and egg puns. I think I've my brain is scrambled after all that. You can barely contain it. It's pretty polarizing. Do you just have like that bag was just the well of like bear puns and egg puns? 
Because yes. I mean, I have all the qualifications. You didn't pause to think of what you were getting yourself into bringing them back up. Oh, honey, honey, it's okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, you know, you know the issue here. What? It's a, it's a picnic error. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Pushing the outro. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this video network production. Copyright 2018. You see how that works? Oh shit! I never announced the fact that we're doing extra lives this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> also, join us on November 3rd for Extra Life, where we're going to be doing like six hours of exploding dice. Live. Dun, dun, dun.